We continue on now. Health, a major issue this time of year, and especially with the background of the pandemic. But now we're dealing with what many uh, in the medical community are calling a triple threat with COVID, RSV, and flu all expected to surge as we're moving into the fall months. Kids are going back to school and various things. Here with us to discuss what you need to know is Emily Volk. She is the president of the College of American Pathologists. Dr. Volk, it is a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you. Glad to be here, Bruce. Well, why don't we just start with understanding, and maybe we need to just get a quick quick primer on all of this, all three of these. Tell me a little bit more about this triple threat. Uh, of course, COVID has been on a radar for some time, but we're dealing with flu, which is always an issue, and then also RSV. Let me allow you to speak a little bit to the triple threat that we're dealing with. Sure. So when we talk about the triple threat, we're talking about a combined threat of COVID-19, RSV, and influenza, or the flu. Uh, and this flu season, we're seeing all three of those viruses circulating. Uh, as a matter of fact, over the last couple of months, we have seen COVID-19 cases uh, on the rise and hospitalizations uh, on the rise. Um, what we've also noticed is of those hospitalizations, about half of the patients did not have an underlying um, you know, immune deficiency or health that would put them uh, at higher risk, which means we still need to take the COVID-19 threat seriously. And speaking of that, this gets us to both as far as flu and vac and um, uh, COVID are concerned, and that is the importance of vaccination. We have the latest round of, of COVID uh, vaccines available. Talk to me about the importance of immunization at this time of year. Well, you know, immunization protects you from a catastrophic illness. It doesn't protect you totally from uh, contracting one of these, you know, one of these viruses. Uh, but getting the COVID booster, getting the seasonal flu vaccine, uh, you know, really can keep you out of the hospital, keep you out of the ICU, and in some cases prevent um, untimely death, for crying out loud. So, you know, the vaccines uh, are safe and effective. I think of them like a security blanket. And let's talk a little bit more about RSV. Obviously, that's also not just uh, uh, there's, there's medical approaches to it and also just some common sense things people need to know to try to keep these things from being a problem. That's right. Well, RSV is another upper respiratory uh, illness that can be particularly troublesome in newborns uh, and the elderly uh, and folks with um, other underlying respiratory conditions such as asthma. Uh, so... You know, for those that are, uh, that do qualify for the vaccine, uh, you know, that's a really good idea to be vaccinated for RSV. Um, and, you know, again, uh, just being aware uh, that all three of these uh, viruses are circulating right now uh, is important to protect your health. Let's stay on RSV for just a moment. How new, I know we've had COVID vaccines for several years. We've always had the flu vaccine. Talk to me a little bit about how RSV is now also part of that equation as far as being vaccinated. Well, it, it is, and it, it is a relatively new vaccine uh, in the uh, quiver uh, of uh, arrows that we use to fight uh, these respiratory illnesses. Um, it, you know, it is, uh, RSV is a virus that's been around for a long time. It's, it's not, uh, it's not new to us. Um, you know, folks who are 60 or older, uh, 
you know, qualify typically for the RSV vaccine. Uh, anybody who's got underlying conditions like uh, asthma, diabetes, uh, COPD, uh, heart disease, they, they may benefit uh, from getting that extra layer of protection from the RSV vaccine. Well, let's talk, as we kind of wrap things up, we're talking with uh, Dr. Emily Volk from the uh, College of American Pathologists. And uh, wrapping this up, lab tests and, and at-home tests. Obviously, we've kind of gotten used to the idea of these at-home tests since we're now you know, three years on from the start of the pandemic. But let's uh, wrap this up and talk a little bit about the importance of getting tests and knowing where you stand. Right. So, you know, the at-home tests for COVID-19 have been with us for a couple of years. Um, they are a nice tool and that they're convenient. You can do it in the privacy of your home. Uh, and, you know, they, they're relatively fast. Um, the thing about an at-home test is that you really do need to read the instructions. Even if you're, you know, even if you're a doctor like me, uh, I need to read the instructions before I start uh, swabbing my nose uh, to make sure that I'm using that test to ensure that I get the best results in that test. Now, if I am symptomatic and I get a negative home test result, um, I may want to go uh, get a full-on lab test. And in a um, clinical laboratory, you are also able to test for more things than just COVID-19. So, you know, the the physicians uh, will test you uh, for other respiratory pathogens like uh, RSV, like flu, um, and uh, COVID-19. So you can get a broader array of tests, and they're more accurate, more reliable than the home test. Wrapping this up, if people want more details about anything we've talked about, how do they do it? They can go to newsroom.cap.org for accurate, reliable information. We have been talking with uh, Dr. Emily Volk. She is uh, with the College of American Pathologists, and we thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you.